A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm coming to you live from an undisclosed location. <laughs> Lisa's being held hostage uh, by the alcohol. In a very <laughs> small room. <laughs> it is a, a low-key hostage situation, but you're not However, hostage. I do have my dog. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The perks, the perks. I mean, Zoom has really opened up our possibilities of where we can take meetings from, where we can record a podcast from. Sometimes it is next to a toilet, and that is cool. That is and the it future. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me one time I had a phone therapy session, um, just like absolutely wasted. Um, I was there. Yeah, I know. I was like, you were there. I was like, I like that now this is behavior that's like professional and acceptable versus like uh, deciding to go to the drawing room at eight in the morning and realize at a therapy session at nine. (laughs) The drawing room is. I miss it. I've only been there like once when it wasn't like the morning. 
Oh, I feel you've like, only got in the morning. I feel like it's that's for, what it's for. It's for the morning. <laughs> See, for me, it's for a nighttime karaoke. That's my that was my karaoke spot. And, and I think Dan about Hartman's. I think of oh, I don't I don't know who this is. I never know who anyone. This is my thing. Oh, I never know he, who anyone. Well, he also he's canceled, but he also created ah. community and like other um, television. But yeah, he used to um, go Sunday nights there. Oh, it gets Sunday nights at the dry room in beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, California. It was was the spot. So many ruined Mondays for me and just like <laughs> just real risky behavior. But I'm just remembering and I wonder if anyone if anyone has the intel on where this um, wonderful woman is. I think about this a lot with the pandemic of like my local yokel, pe- the people I'm just used to seeing, but only at those spots. Right. There's this lady named Hollywood who's like. I don't know. Do you know Hollywood? <laughs> no. She's fab. She's just like one of these LA legend people. If you've been to the drawing room on Sunday night, you've definitely seen her. She always hits like Guns N' Roses. She's like a hair metal, you know, old, old a woman of age who's just like not, she's just full of pep. And I just loved it. And she was, and she's good too. She wasn't like, she's not like a bad singer. She's like a shredding metal vocal. She must have a band. She's like almost like an Angeline type figure where you're just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, no, she's like, like Angeline, but hair metal in a lot, like very similar vibe and look. And if you don't know who Angeline is, there's going to be a, I think a docu-series coming out with Emmy Rossum all about Angeline, who's an LA icon. This is what I love about LA is there's just those people who are like their own mini celebrities even though they're just it's like the weird naked weird unusual people. or something mm-hmm. yes. like the naked cowboy except i think the naked cowboy i think he does suck i don't know i he's, think he's i like, think he's a millionaire i'm sure he uh, sucks but also yeah. <laughs> i do i do like a a local a local legend a, a local legend that per like just those people you see even like the other day I was we were driving around and driving down sunset you know as we do in LA everybody <laughs> you know and in a Cheryl but, Crow song <laughs> <laughs> this is LA but I was just having that moment again because you know people are starting to crawl out from the holes that they live in and I you ever have like that person you just see all the time I have this yes. curly haired boy who I've seen in Pilates here and there and I always see him on sunset he almost looks like Adam Scott but like twinkier and he's just my LA person. I see him all the time. I see him at every coffee shop. I've seen him in every exercise class and I saw him out on the street and it did feel like a very spring is returning. My little, like the people I only see just out in the wild is, is back at it. Spring is sprung. Spring is sprung. That's my local legend is, is my Pilates uh, Adam Scott, he's out there. Uh, it's not sexual. It's just, I see him all the time. And he's like, he's just the person I see. Like that's, I see this guy at every bar. I see this guy at every Pilates class. We are, when I well, let's on be the friends side, like there, the it's slim pickings over there. Like you have to go pretty far to get like a different bar than whatever, or, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not, it isn't as diversified as like where we live Mm -hmm. um and like I so many times like I would be with a friend in a yoga class and they'd be like I fucking slept with someone in this yoga class (laughs) like I don't want to be here even like it doesn't matter where you go like there's Mm -hmm. always some fucking west sider vibe (laughs) Mm. well I told Julia I've 
I've started and I'm in sex in the city and that running into people on the street. It's I'm getting that cathartic energy from watching the show of just like, oh, hey, at brunch, you, Steve or Mr. Big or whoever the fuck, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All the men are horrible. Like, I mean, not a hot take. The show, you know, this is a 20 year old plus show, but all the men it's, are horrible. It's real life. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's, it's, oh my God, it is. Maybe that's why it's relatable content. It is real life. And I was afraid of, I haven't gotten anything to anything too problematic yet. I know it's, I'm sure it's on. I mean, I guess like the mindset feels really old, right? Like the fact that every relationship has to be monogamous and closed and there's no other option than like waspy marriage is very like old school where I feel like I'm excited to see this new reboot, even though I can't believe Samantha I can't will. believe they're like, doing it's it. It's ridiculous. It's it's now watching the show. I'm get I'm understanding more, and I'm like, this is fucked up to not have her. But then also, I got into a deep, deep. Thank you, People Magazine, for a timeline of their feud because I was like, mm-hmm. okay, wait, I need to know more about what what happened here. And I don't know if, if anyone knows or cares, but I do. I think, oh, I mean, oh, I, I think I, she's I, right. I care. <laughs> Who do you I think, think is right, Kim? Kim, Kim. Yeah. Okay. I get the sense. I don't know. I, I was at first I'm, I'm, I lean Kim, but then I read more and I'm like, I think Kim just doesn't like SJP. And I think SJP tried everything in her heart to be liked by Kim. And that just exploded. And then there was money. At, well, and then there was money. Like as well. I, well, so Carrie, I think that's my not Carrie. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, sure. Carrie sure. sucks. I mean, I Carrie's like, a fun, Carrie hateable character. Is the worst. Um, well, the more that I feel like that is the biggest, like, uh, not not secret, but it's like, oh yeah. Every time I watch it, I'm always like, oh my god, how did we? How are we rooting for Carrie this whole time? Every time, it's like she's she gets worse and worse. But she does it. she does do some behavior that I watch back and I'm like, wow, that was 23 year old me in a really like just that like just wrong you're just wrong like you are you're just like you're doing all the wrong behavior well i gotta look at i know she's an aries i know oh yes and married to a married to an aries matthew broderick Broderick. but what's kim cattrall she a leo Leo. okay just was pulling pulling this up um (laughs) hella fixed we don't know her we don't have a rising but leo sun aqua moon oh Um, okay Oh, so I'm engaged she, to her. She, yeah, okay. she's Pablo. <laughs> okay, yeah. so and of course I take the other side because Dang. look, I'm trying to find the like, the multi dimension Pluto Sun conjunction. Ooh. I mean, mm. that makes sense. That makes sense. Being like, I'm, like, I'm not, not going to do it. Like, yeah, kind of makes sense. I totally Ooh, I'm not get it. Of, like do the it. and the and the like, I'm willing to I'm willing to destroy okay. the franchise. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I've got my money. And yeah. also, and also, I'd love to see you do it without me. I'd uh, love to. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see you guys do a Sex in the City reboot without Go Samantha. See how that see how that fucking goes. Oh my god! But also, <laughs> obviously, I was on the Long People feud timeline. That post she did at Sarah Jessica Parker on Grid on Main of like oh. I don't fucking want anything yeah. of you. Wow, like just iconic, yeah. wow. iconic boundary building, iconic. <laughs> wow, which so, it is the I yeah I get it I get both of them and I understand I feel like if we asked them I like they would both give a very honest and compelling reason for their behavior and it just mm-hmm. is a matter of like. 
kind of whose principles do you stand by? I, mm-hmm. as a, as a famous, um, not the underdog person, uh, <laughs> I do feel <laughs> like I, um, I like understand. I do. I am somewhat fascinated by like how Sarah Jessica Parker has just gotten so much cultural hate for so long and yet has remained at the forefront of our culture in a lot yeah. of ways like has remained I don't think she like, is not the forefront all. I don't mean that she doesn't I mean, talk about any cultural no, issues I don't and mean, probably people listening to this are like who I know that's I don't, mean, about, I don't I don't know though she she is like a she's she's had staying power though yeah she, that's I don't she's mean, also I don't had mean like actually, the 80s she's had the what 80s has she been success. in recently that divorce, the family stone that divorce show <laughs> okay. what was that one divorce the divorce or, yeah the divorce. divorce I think it's just that, divorce. yeah I don't mean I don't mean I don't mean actually culturally relevant like she has been particularly like it's to me it's fascinating more that it's like every whenever you ask someone about her most people are like I fucking hate her and yet they have a feeling about her yeah, yeah she, and yet she was the star of one of the most like popular shows at the time and then she went on to do these things it's just like it's one that i like it feels like a glitch in the matrix like she's not supposed to be that popular also she gets hated on for she gets hated on for her looks a lot which is like people people dog on her like it's the same with anne hathaway and it's the same with like a lot of other like just their teacher's pet like do good like did all the homework people and there's some people that just rub you the wrong way i think kim cajal's just rubbed the wrong way by sjp I've read the feud list. Everyone on every crew member interviewed said SJP was one of the nicest people they've ever worked with at the uh, Emmys. All the, the three gals all sit together while Kim has sat separate every year. <laughs> she never sits with them. And I, I think it's just they, envy that. I think she Love just it. doesn't like them and that's okay. And I think that's what SJP needs to learn about Kim is maybe they can have a working relationship that doesn't need to be a friendship. And I think Aries wants to be liked and appreciated by everyone and leo's not going to give her that it's just i not also happening. think it's like i'm sure that you're nice to people who you think are below you like that that like to me i don't fucking care like mm-hmm. pay them extra i don't fucking care that you're nice to the crew that's that's your job like don't even act like that's something that like well, we should well, Kim- apo- like applaud her for kim kim was saying that she's a bitch to everyone and many people came forward and said I don't know what Kim's talking about. So there's just conflicting reports is what sure. I mean. Like, yes, be nice to the, be nice to have, don't be a dick to anybody. But I do think it's a, this is just my sense from literally watching two seasons of Sex and the City and reading one People magazine timeline is, it seems personal. It seems like they sure it have something personal versus, but also I think Kim wanted to be paid more. SJP got Starring executive more, producer yeah. credit season two. I think Kim was like, I'm, I'm Samantha. I'm one of the like faves here. What the fuck? And they were like, what? No, SJP's on the title credits. And this is like, this is who's the star of the show. When I'm sorry, Miranda's the best. And I can't believe that she's been dogged and hated on this hot take. (laughs) Hot take. She dresses like shit, but she's the best character. And they really did her dirty with hair and makeup and wardrobe in a lot of these seasons. But Miranda's the best. I'm working on Charlotte. She's annoying as fuck, but Charlotte grows on you. That's what I'm, t- I'm telling <laughs> you. I gotta say, Charlotte is a grower, not a shower. And eventually, <laughs> by the end, by the end, she grew to be what, at least for me, grew to be one of my absolute favorites. 
Okay. And okay. Hey, they're shape-shifting each season. You know, we're seeing different things come out, but um, yeah, you know, Sex and City, cool new show. Everyone should check out. Uh, really <laughs> Well, dope. don't worry, Stevie. I'm with you. I saw The Office last year, like, for the oh, first wow. time. So, you know, and I'm 10 years behind and, like, I'm like, oh, Jim and Pam, and everyone's like, I hope you die. What are you talking about? It was 10 years ago. It's fun to get into things late because then you have it all, and that's yeah. the best part. Then you can just go, like, I, there's never not enough sex in this. I have more sex in the city to get back to. I, and I'm I excited. Also, I love watching a show late. I am so utterly undeterred by spoilers in any situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, well, well, if it's like something that just came out, I do think it's ruthless. I do think I don't I'm not like pro spoilers. I just know if like for me, it does not ruin my enjoyment of a thing. It just now now I'm not going to be I kind of like I think I kind of like spoilers because then you can like relax a little bit. Like there's like (laughs) a, I don't know, maybe this is just my anxiety, like my, my brand of anxiety where I'm like, I don't want to, if I know what's happening, then I'm just like, oh, this is now we're seeing how we're getting there instead of like what's going to happen. And I working backwards. There's some Scorpio there. I think where you're like, I like the research. I like, you know, the working our way to the. Mm -hmm. uh, And now I know, now I know what I'm supposed to be looking for in these things because I know what we're like, what our goal is. So now I can say like, oh, this is important to pay attention to because I know this is going to come back in some, like some way. Mm. Well, um, this feels very like your mood. I'm, I'm going to relate it back to astrology because that's what we're here for folks, yeah. but that's very like mutable fire in a way too of like, you're not burned by the spoiler. Like it's part, yeah. spoilers are a part of the cycle. So like, of course, if a show has been out for 10 plus fucking years, I'm probably going to know that, you know, who Charlotte marries, right? Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm also aware of that and I'm excited yeah. about it. And it's, it's not, like, I still want to see the jokes and the relationships yeah. and the this. It's not going to, like, you know, end me where I think maybe I don't know. I'm going back to, Le- you know, we're talking about fire signs. Like, right. I feel like Leo, if a Leo got a spoiler, they'd be like, well, OK, I'm that's that's good. Like, I'm done. like, I've you've spoiled it for me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now I can find something that will excite me or something. And then Aries will forget that you spoiled it for yeah, them. And just, Aries- you know, continue on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Aries forgot absolutely forgot what we were doing well and that makes sense too I mean I do I didn't think that this was going to be so relevant but we are I mean we're already in it we're talking about fire signs today and we're talking about this let's I'm wondering who else I'm like is there a Sag in Sex in the City that we can oh, pull full in? cast like, what is Miranda is Miranda Cap is that too obvious Cynthia Nixon no I feel like she's uh let's see um, what? I can't peg I can't I can't peg her sign off this. She ran, she leap. I mean, she did you know, ran for office. Pisces. If you can't pick her, she's a Pisces. Ooh. I want to say Aquarius. Oh, Aquarius. she's another Aries. Oh, oh fuck. Okay. And then Charlotte mm-hmm. is played by Kristen Davis, who I believe is a Cancer. I um, can, that would make a lot of sense. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Or no. Aquarius. February 24th. We're going into. Uh, oh my god Pisces something about February birthdays I've like I've had this new phenomenon where anyone born it all my Pisces friends and this is very Pisces I always forget their birthdays I'm so good with knowing birthdays like everyone to the exact day but if you're a Pisces it's I'm like always off by like a single day I'm like you're March 18th right they're like March 19th I'm like fuck I'm sorry 
Oh, that feels then that. I just relate. Then I go, well, that's so Pisces. <laughs> and then I and then I and then I keep like, it moving. Sorry, it's Pisces thing. You wouldn't sorry, it's it. just Pisces things. Oh, she's I, okay. Okay. Kristen Davis though, Sag Moon. Oh, so she's bringing a different, a different spice of the she's Jupiterian. Well, and it also that to me makes sense as to why this kind of split cast split would go if we're getting there's I mean. Unfortunately, Kim is not getting any more fixed uh, folks on her side, you know, because we've got these, you know, Cynthia Nixon, Aries also. Did I see what her moon was? And then, I want to know, you know, Pisces. Oh, we don't have rising for Kim. So, I, I'm really oh, curious about Cynthia her 11th Nixon, house. Cynthia Nixon, also a Sag moon. Oh, OK. Love a Sag moon. I know I was like, this is a very I mean, we don't have a rising sign, but this does hit. Cynthia Nixon's chart is looking it's, a lot yeah, like Scott's. My boyfriend's a very sun sediment. And it's she, she's the 9th of April, so it's pretty close. Um oh and, and SVP is a cap cap moon. Cap moon with, with Aries. Oh, and she's very Aries, Aries, Mercury, Aries, Venus. So that I mean that's it's some, hard that's to some it. that's some that's some boss bossery. It's, Maybe ascended in Gemini. I don't know if that's accurate, but um Huh. Would All right. think that's out. I would think that's accurate, and also would to me would explain actually why people have such strong reactions to her because I think that Gemini is like the most provocative sign in mean meaning meaning it like provokes the strongest reactions from people because of that mm-hmm. like mirror energy where it's like you just get feedback right away on whether people are like uh love it or ugh hate it. And also, if that's true, if she is gemorizing, this would put most likely some of her ears placements in the 11th, which would also really want to be liked by the friends and community. I mean, again, I just know SJP is hanging out with like Amy Sedaris and Justin Thoreau, some of some of Hollywood's favorite friends. And I'm sure she's just like, why won't Kim Cattrall like me? And because Kim Cattrall, because you asked that question. Yeah. Yep. Because you asked that question. That's why. Mm-hmm. gotta just let it ha- let let a leo come to you if you can't force or you can't, don't yeah. or don't you know but you can't yeah, force a like, cat to take a bath well you. that's the i mean yeah i think that's the thing you gotta like let the that's the okay so we're talking about fire signs today and i think that that is an interesting you know leo's that fixed fire and mm-hmm. it's like you can't the fire's already burning. You can't be like, here, let me start the fire for you or something like that, that kind of thing. Like it's, it's there and you can't like that. I think that Aries energy of like starting it and getting it going is just like, yeah, we, I know this fire has been burning for a long time. It's going to keep burning. There is no like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It just doesn't, it's Leo's going to do its thing. All fire signs are going to do its thing. All fire signs are going to do its thing to some degree. And but now I'm thinking of their moons just for just for shits and giggles. And that cap is just so like, let's make it work. Let's do this. And with Aquarius, it's going to have that that Saturny energy, but also that like, I don't need to do anything that makes sense. <laughs> like, I don't need to do anything that is a rule or structured. Like, yeah, maybe we all should be friends. And wouldn't that be great for press? But we're not. And that's okay. We can go make lots of money together and do these franchises. And now if you're going to make me do something who I'm not or be someone who I'm not, 
then I'm going to fucking bail or I'm going to do whatever works for me and don't try to figure me out. And that's what she kind of said. even with that, that post to SJP, like, stop, just like, you don't have to do this. Stop wasting, stop embarrassing yourself. Well, I think too, Leo and like fixed fire is not something that comes naturally like in nature, right? Like it's something that Mm -hmm. we have, it's that is like, you know, a more of an impossibility, something that's very hard to maintain, even keeping a flame, a similar size or like, like in a certain location, you move your candle into a different room, things like start melting off the side of the other side wax or whatever. So I think there is this idea too of like, I already have friends. Like I have friends. Right. I don't need you to be the one that I come to when things go down. Like I have what I need. And, yeah. and like, I think that I always think of, I think in our original elements episode, one of you talked about like the Sagittarius being like the bonfire and like, you know, and I think that it's, it's that energy of like, this is not, I'm not trying to catch anything. Like, can't we just keep the show and make our money? Like, can't we just keep the thing mm-hmm. going as long as we can keep it going? Can't we just leave the candle burning, see until it gets to the bottom and then maybe we can try to change something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And wanting that, like, I think too, not to make it full sex in the city (laughs) reference for the fire signs, but even just wanting that, like, Samantha was a breakout star and was part of like why a lot of people watched the show and she wanted the praise and the credit and the money as the sun does as like, you know, it's like, I'm a life force of this thing. So pay me accordingly. And it was just like, well, sorry, this is how it's functioning. It's like, but that's not how it's happening. And I think that's like Leo's very good, like qualities of like, I don't know. Leah's call shit out. Like, I think they don't get enough. I think they get this like rap of like just fun and party. It's like, but they, I feel like they have like a lot of businessy qualities. That's like, no, 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 no. Like that's not, this isn't true. Like that's well, not true. Ellen. <laughs> I think that's a good point about it being something that's not necessarily not really found naturally in nature the same way. The only one that we can think of really is like the sun, which isn't fire per se, but it is like, the sun also has to be kind of like separate and um, in a really specified contained environment. Or if we're looking at, you know, fixed fire, not in nature, when we're, you know, making making a fire or keeping a stove going or whatever. Again, it's like these things that the the conditions to keep that fire consistent are are very intentional. And mm-hmm. I think anytime we're trying to be like, yeah, you can't, a, a, the pot isn't going to boil if we keep taking the thing off of the fire or like keep changing the temperature and going like, this is the thing. So I think it's also like, no, let it, let it like build to the thing, but then also don't be confused as to how we got this thing cooked. Like mm-hmm. let it, let it burn. And I think it's, yeah, we haven't talked about like, breaking down the elements since our elements episode. So there's another one there, but I think think consider like isolating fire. Right. Cause I think, I think that's a thing that maybe we forget or not forget, but like, it's important. I think the elements are really important because like a fire moon is going to feel things differently than a water moon. Right. And I think maybe even if you only have a fire placement or no fire placements, but you know, we're going to have fire, you know, represented in our charts in various ways. It's important to know, cause this is where we're going to have 
are possessed. Like, right. This is where we're excited. Like, this is where we feel like there's go. I'm just, I have like very open-ended questions for you guys, but just like, what does fire mean to you? <laughs> and this is like a pageant well, question. What does fire mean to you? I, I think of a few things. One, I think that you're right. Just to backtrack a moment of like, we haven't done an elemental breakdown since our elements episode. And I think that it's something that gets kind of not cast aside, but you kind of, uh, it's simple. Down. It's simple. Yeah. Like yeah. And when you know, when you know about the, when you know more, you kind of think of it as less important, but really mm-hmm. I was going back through some of the, going back through books, only astrology book you'll ever need, only way to learn astrology, all these things. And it's, it, I, what stood out to me is that it's one of the first things that you learn before you learn like individual signs before you learn Aries, you learn that signs are also categorized by element and modality. And to me, I think that that also says something because it's like, if you're going to learn what specifically is interesting about these signs or what that specific energy is first, you have to understand like what category of energy this is in. And I think like what you were saying, Stevie, of fire moon is going to behave different than a water moon and we don't need to know which sign it is we can already know information by saying oh you're a fire moon we can kind of uh like broadly assume that this is gonna that you're gonna react more like this than like this or whatever Mm -hmm. just thinking about how the elements themselves react and i also think that there's something about like fire being the first it's the first element it's Mm -hmm. the first thing and there is like I think the sex of the city conflict kind of is like the thing too because it also is hard to say like what's two fire signs yeah that's what I mean where it's like it is really hard to say in this one who is like who would the show not exist without where it's like that kind of thing. Like, and I think that that is the thing of fire where it is that like that spark. It's the thing that gets it going and it's the thing that sustains it. And it's kind of an intangible thing. It also is so volatile. And um, like when, what's that thing where it's like an object observed will behave differently by the act of observing it. I don't know what that like uh, philosophical or scientific law is, but I think it's that where it's like, you got to kind of also just let fire do its thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a watch pot never boil. all of these kinds of things of like, there is something kind of uncontrollable about it. Um, but I think it also is just that like, well, like Earth kind of exists, yeah. right? Like, let's like, let's like zone our, let's like stretch our brains out like pancakes. Like Earth kind of already just exists. We're here. Water kind of just already sort of exists. We're here. Air sort of just kind of already exists here. And fire really is this, like, it's created from like, oh God, this is where I'm a dumb bit. It's like created from like air and carbon. create. Like it is something that's like a force. And I think that that's, and earth and water and air can all be forces, right? We can make all forces. air guns and this, but, but there's something about fire. Like that's, I, I, it's this, what you're saying, the spark, the spark, like there has to be like an initiation act. And I think that's what perfectly sums up fire is like the initiation, right? Those, those are keywords we're going to hear a lot with fire is like going, starting, moving, doing harder, well, better, faster, stronger. friction too. It's not mm-hmm. comfortable. It's not, you know, 
it, all those things that are earth, air, and water, like it's, it's a little bit more like we're there, there's force involved, like in creating a fire anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it's not easy <clears throat> to make like a campfire. It, you have to like get kindling and it's not just like get a log and fucking light a match. You know, it's, there's like mm-hmm. a lot to it. I think, um, I think for me, like, this is something I think about all the time because I don't have fire in my chart. And then, you know, my boyfriend's like a fire sun, fire moon. And I am always thinking about, well, how can I find more creativity, motivation, playfulness, all these things that we associate with fire? Because, you know, to me, I feel that I like, I worry, I shouldn't say I think I am, but I worry that I'm like lacking those things because I don't have it in my chart. So I think mm-hmm. about it all the time and I convince myself that it's okay. You know, that you're, you are, you still have those things and, and like, you know, have to hype myself up in that way. But I think at the end of the day, uh, for me, fire is what drives you. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of like, what makes you do it? What, it, how do you go? How do you get up? How do you like, if you had to go get on stage right now, like what, are the things you would do to like pump yourself up? What drives you? Why are you going? And those things like can't be taught. And I think that mm. it's kind of the same way with fire. Like you can't, you, you can tell someone a hundred times, don't put your hand on the stove, but until you fucking get burned, you don't know. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. looks pretty. It's like <laughs> blue and old. like, you want to kind of touch it you can see like I don't know I, I always remember like old waitresses at the restaurant that would like put out the candle by like oh, yeah. I'm doing like, a thing with cool. my hands yes. that I can't describe and I'd be yes. like oh, Shanglene like you know like <laughs> like how dead like that is so like bold and always wanting to learn how to I can do it but like always wanting to like do that kind of stuff and really admiring it but it's like there's an element of control and passion and like I don't know. There's just a lot to it. And I think what drives you is like my uh, thesis statement that I love that. Cause mm. it also just reminded me of being a kid and having like a candle at the table and passing your finger through the flame. Oh yeah. yeah. But then always having that moment where you get a little too confident and either like hold it too long or you knock it over. And then it's like a mad rush to put out this fire. And it is that just careful it's it's just such a delicate thing of like don't get too you can't get too comfortable around fire yeah Yeah, like and it's and it's not something yeah you can't like touch it you can't uh be in it you can't be immersed in it the same way you can with other things and it's uh, and it is also that like yeah and I like that idea of like that thing that's kind of driving you because I also think it is as someone who has a ton of fire in their chart um, hell yeah hell yeah she does <laughs> and, it, and it's funny because I've been having conversations recently where I'm sometimes I forget that I'm like fire and uh and then I'll talk about it in preparation for this episode I was like oh that's very fiery um but I think you do really only need a little bit to kind of like pull you and you can't do you can't you can't rely on fire in all the steps of the processes. And I was thinking about however problematic and, and, and awful they are for like uh, the cities that they hold the events in. I was thinking about the Olympics and like the Mm. torch and how we're like carrying the torch and all of that. And that's like the thing that we all look to there, but it's like, you aren't 
all of the other steps of the process, like you just imagine that torch kind of mm-hmm. while you're doing all of these other hard training things. You don't do the fire all the time. You save up all of that fire for like the one performance, like the one go, the one thing where you give it all there. And it's like the how it's 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 easy to see how that thing can get burnt out or like how how it's it's a really like precious resource but also it's not it's not it's a good thing not everything is on fucking fire (laughs) because that's not a way to live either like it's we need it and yet it also is only uh that like first kind of thing it's 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 really hard to sustain and uh control i think too like recently that idea of fire in the last i don't know eight ten years it's like there is a cultural thing too of like oh that's fire or like Mm -hmm. the fire Ah. emoji like all that kind of shit where there is like a taste element right Mm-hmm. And there's like a taste element that goes along with some of those passionate, like driven things, right? Where you're like, sure, like you can. And I think even like NBA jams, like I'm old as fuck, but like <laughs> when you would, you, you're heating up. Yeah. Fire. Like, yeah. That kind of stuff where it's like, Guy Fieri, flames all right? <laughs> day. Like, if you adorn yourself in red and flames, like, I think that is, like, a channeling of fire energy. Maybe maybe if you don't have any technical fire placements or whatever. But, yeah, fire is, I mean, it's just the symbolism. It's solar plexus, right? It's red. It's just, like, let's go. It's go. Like, well, it means it's also- we're doing, we can't just let it, I mean, I guess you can let it sit, but not without knowing what you want to do with it. And right? you also like, you have to have, because you're, you that, can't yeah. leave the room yeah right. you can't just like let it go it's also mm-hmm. like a thing that it does require your attention and and action to where it's also like if you yeah. get um if you're getting hot I feel like you also have to kind of respond in a way more than like if you're I mean I guess you do if you're cold too but also like if fire like holding your feet to the fire is like a saying about getting someone to do something and there's that thing I think about like oh that's fire or bringing that in is something that elicits a response we want we want action we want you to feel something we want you to move we want you to be inspired or whatever it is and I think of like all of those I guess like thinking about divas too because we know so many Aries so many classic divas are Aries and it is that like get you to like I don't know move to feel to like reach to to well there's also like there's like something too of like fire where and I know like there's going to be and if you didn't know fire signs Aries Leo Sagittarius there's going to be I think there's an element of like being brave and being unafraid and just knowing like I might get burnt I might fuck up but that's kind of life right like I'm gonna just have to go do it and try I I can't sit here you know and talk about it forever air I can't sit here and like logisticalize it forever earth I can't sit here and like you know emotionally weigh it forever water and not that's not what every element only does but like let's we're generalizing right because that's how we can learn more about the science it's just go fucking do it because there's a fire under your ass and if you don't do something you're gonna get burned and even like I know we've talked about like burns and control burns like it's not interesting I mean it's just like 
racist <laughs> that like in California where we have fires all the time, these could be more manageable if the the like people that we stole land from, we just listened to them and actually did control burns because things have to burn. Things have to be destroyed. Things have to you know, be burnt down so we could go again. And of course, global warming is real and making these things more intensified. But, you know, the people who've been here before us knew that, like, you can't just live life safe and unharmed. We are going to have things that are harmful and and tension and frictiony. And the more we deny that and move away from the friction, the the bigger the burns going to be. So- well, and it's a reminder of like, hey, this stuff, uh, like, get rid of stuff that's going to catch fire in a harmful way. So fire can go in a good, like if we aren't, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like fire has to happen. So let's make sure we have the right things that we're burning at like that sort of thing or like get, don't put your head in the sand. Like we're not going to have wildfires here in California come this summer. Like that's, that's going to happen. What can we do to make the burn a little more Mm -hmm. manageable, which is, you know, there's been, uh, indigenous folks who've had that answer for, uh, you know, I, I'm in dumb bitch, hundreds, thousands, whatever, many, many years before we were here. So just interesting. I, I don't know. I was thinking about fire and how I think it is scary and intense and a lot, but that is life. <laughs> like life can be very scary and intense and a lot. And I think fire is just kind of like surrendering in a lot of ways of, yeah, that's what, what we're here doing. So let's fuck it. It's just like putting on the sunglass and be like, so let's ride. Like, I don't know what else t- we can't hide from it. I think too, it's a representation of power in a way where, um, like, you know, so give it, you, you giving someone power or coming into your own power or kind of embodying what power means to you, that can be really good or really bad. Like giving, mm-hmm. giving some, giving, uh, you know, let's say reality TV star, like the presidency or, you know, <laughs> yeah, like any, anything from like that to like, you know, letting a little kid pick their own fucking clothes, you know, it's like, oh, like you're like, that's how you feel power in your like, you know, weird cape and like a lipstick and, you know, just like letting a little kid dress himself is like, it's such a fun experiment. Cause it's like, Oh, you want to wear two different shoes. Like that's such an interesting choice. You don't know that that's going to be like annoying later, but like, I'm going to let you do it. Cause it's your day to be in charge or whatever. And I think that like, it's a good representation of that. Like we have both things in us too. We can be like, we can embody power in ways that harm other people. We can embody power in ways that like inspire other people um and like I think that to me there's some kind of parallel there with fire of like it's not it's not an always food does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah well I think that's the thing that people kind of feel about I I again as if as a fire person it's something that I'm always sensitive about or I try to be and try to be aware of in social interactions and in things where it's like I know I could burn everyone I know I could I could absolutely pull focus at any one time I have the ability to just like do I mean I thinking back to being in high school of like where I just would kind of do more outrageous attention grabbing kinds of things of like 
Mm-hmm. One time someone pantsed me at Disneyland and I just like kept walking because I was like, fuck <laughs> you, I'm not going to let you get one over on me. Funny thing is, I don't care that everyone can see my ass right now. Like those just things of like that. Turning like, the table a little, turn, like taking yeah, back the power, taking yeah, back so the control. All of those kinds of things. But just this idea of like, oh, yeah, if you want to if you want to turn your fire on, you can. But also knowing that like not everybody has a ton of fire and that's not a way like that's also not a responsible use of power to be like just because I have this flamethrower doesn't mean I can light everybody up it means like when there's something when we're cold I turn it on because I know I have the ability to like warm us Mm -hmm. up or -hmm. whatever but not being like oh, this is mine because I can like scare everybody or whatever. I'm doing a lot of hand motions mm-hmm. and you guys can't. I think them. all the elements can be used that way, right? Yeah, like, I was going to I was gonna say yeah. all the elements can be annoying. Well, <laughs> to yeah, like whatever like, degree. You know, like, um, I don't know, like you don't give an oxygen tank to someone who doesn't need it, right? It's yeah. the same thing. Like we can we can throw air on any problem, but like, there's only certain ones that need need intellectualizing we can Mm -hmm. we can cry about something all day but like at the end of the day if we're not actually processing those emotions and if we're sitting in them it's the same with water it's the same with whatever any any element can be suffocating in a way Mm -hmm. so I think like it's good to remember too if you are like oh well like I have a lot of fire and I'm a lot and like people tell me I'm a lot you know it's like well, so is fucking Sally cries a lot. Like mm-hmm. whoever fucking said that to you is probably fucking a lot of whatever too. And maybe yeah. it's maybe it's damper like earth energy, but like you know, like there is there is like uh, I think there and too much of any too much of any yeah. good thing, right? Yeah. I th- I think what I realized for my fire moon, and I kind of like not naming signs, just keeping it to fire because mm-hmm. we're just talking about the fire. Like, and especially in teenage gym where I think we're our raw, like a little more raw, like selves who haven't really developed, uh, like ego or a lot of times, uh, self-awareness of just, oh, I'm feeling things really fast. I'm getting over things really fast. And sometimes now as an adult, now the therapy and self-reflection, I'm realizing like, I can feel things really fast. I can help friends with processing emotions really fast, but also I might change my mind because I've felt it really quickly and processed it. And then I'm like, Hmm, let me like, I'm like, I'm now trying to like, see how I feel the next day. I'm a sleeping on it. Like <laughs> kind of person, or I'm trying to be more of a sleep on it person. Cause I know how I immediately feel pretty quickly. And I know not maybe every element knows how they feel instantaneously. That's where I think fire is very like, no, no, I have opinion about this truly right now. And that's, that's where I'm at. And so I think that's been my journey with like my fire moon it's also my chart ruler so I feel like even though I only have one technical fire placement um when you do uh I learned this in astrology school but when you do like dominant elements in a chart some are going to be weighted higher if it's your chart ruler and some are going to be weighted higher like if it's your sun or if it's like in its home sign like for me Saturn is you know Capricorn so it's in its home place so that like weights it higher I don't know if that's like a technical scaling system or if anyone has insight on the dominant element calculator things. Cause I've seen that in chart things where I have fire rank really, really high, but I only have a placement. So I have a lot more fire in me than I give myself credit for. And I think it's because it's, it is my moon and it is my chart ruler. And it just is like, and it's just your moon placement's going to rank up your element ranking. I don't know. I've just seen this, well, but I was like, huh, that's interesting. Cause I don't think of myself as fiery, but I, 
yeah, I mean, it's my fucking moon. Of course, it's yeah. fiery. Like that's an important place in our chart. Well, I think that's like an interesting way of thinking about how elementally it it does still matter. And it is an important thing because I think even what we've just been saying, even some fire in a maybe not so much in a in a you know outer planet situation you might not feel it unless it's unless it's aspected um to a personal planet but yeah in your Mm -hmm. moon your your other luminary like uh that that thing that's a that's a piece of fire like that's you know you have a flame going and we only need a little bit of it to feel it and to have it be like active you know so I think it's like yeah it doesn't matter if it's not uh, yeah, if, the fi- if your fire is in a good condition place and you've got like a roar in fire, you're going to know, you're going to feel it. You're going to have to pay attention to it. You're going to have to mind it and all that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you have, you know, seven other planets in earth, there's still a burning fire. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're going to have to be paying attention. She's, to. she's around. <laughs> Let's just say I that. Also, she's present. Like, there's an app that I downloaded a long time ago and I don't remember the name of it. And I put in my birth information and it did the elemental breakdown. And like, I know that I don't have fire placements and for some reason, like, I guess in kind of a critical degree sense, like Mm. when my calculator puts it at zero, but their Mm. thing, their like app is messed up. So I guess like zero to them, just, it just said, I have a hundred percent fire. And like, (laughs) I, I, like I messaged them and was like, Hey, this is super fucking wrong by the way. But like, thank you for the exercise. Because to me, I was like, I've never, I have never looked at my chart that way. I've never Mm -hmm. thought of it that Mm -hmm. way. I've never even considered that. Like, like I've just always, that's something you don't have. And it's like interesting someone to present you. What if you have all of it? Like, Mm -hmm. what if, what if like that is something that comes naturally to you? What if that is something, you know, like, and like, I still don't necessarily think it comes naturally to me, but it was a nice exercise. Like just try to look at yourself that way for a minute. And like, I appreciate the mistake. Um, but I think that like, there are things about me that I think are very fiery. I know a lot of people are like, like one of my friends was like, I filled in on a show this weekend. And one of my friends from college was like, you're insane that somebody like told you 30 minutes ago to like go online and tell jokes and you just did it like you're mm-hmm. like a fucking psychopath and I'm like yeah I know like I, it's <laughs> me I live in this brain like it sucks um but just there are things about me that I think other people would say like oh they're motivated they're creative they're like this that whatever that I don't necessarily feel about myself and so I think that like quote-unquote lacking element um I think if there are other people listening that you're like, oh, well, I don't have this or like, I don't have a lot of it. It's like, it's not that you don't have it. It's maybe that you don't feel it. Other people may see it in you. And it's not something that you're like, everyday mode is like, there are things that take me a minute to get motivated for. There are ways that I feel like I'm not being creative or, or it takes time or, you know, and, and using some of those other elements in the way that we would in creating a fire, right? Like, you have a lot of earth like what do we do we light on fire trees like what do we, you know we use <laughs> paper and logs and like things from the earth right what else do we need to make fire air you know how do we put out a fire water like so think about those elements in a way where you can use the building blocks you have to create the thing that maybe you feel like you're lacking mm-hmm. well i think too it's also like um again as someone with a lot of fire that's all i think um if you don't 
have a lot of fire in your chart, then you also kind of can not be more fiery, but I think it, it just motivates you to be active in a way that it doesn't if you have fire. And I think when you sometimes fire can also kind of be at the mercy of like having a something outside of yourself activating it too where it's like it's kind of Mm. hard to get like like you said it requires some tension and some friction and it's also like when someone's just a match a book of matches just sitting there isn't lit up all the time it needs someone to like get them going and I think that sometimes there is that like if you are super fiery when you are lacking stimulus when you're lacking environmental uh like actors to to kind of get you going it also feels like well what's the point of all of this like fire there's that like well what's this this isn't doing anything and so sometimes I think it's also like a little too excited to get stimulus because it's like I just want to be able to like burn this and use this somehow I Mm. I I know I've learned to kind of uh temper my like if you want to hear your idea is a good idea come to me I will figure out like I will tell you a way that this works I'm absolutely not looking for ways for this to be a bad idea and then after a while someone will be like oh well this is their like oh, but this doesn't work or this is a bad thing or like this person is bad or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, I just really wanted to get gassed up. And that's not always the the best uh, use of that energy. So I think like, uh, yeah, if you don't, if it's- Well, we're going to have to do things that are fiery, Yeah. period. We're going to have to do things that are watery. We're going to have to do things that are airy. We're going to have to do all the elements in our life like for Lisa with performing, I'm even thinking too, like, I mean, I know we're not talking about the planets, but you have that Mars in a very public place, which I think that's where I go back to like Aries and fire and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I think, well, it's, yeah, it's not like a fire Mars, it's still Mars in a very public spot. That's like ready to go and ready to charge in a way where maybe if someone had a bunch of fire, but maybe it's it like, I don't know. And like more like homey places or yeah. yeah, Or like more like under the surface or more like, I don't know. And that's, again, it's going to depend on aspects and elements and things, but, and, but I think that there's, yeah, we just, we're not zero. I know like an astrologer say this, like we have everything, even though I know we all sit here and go, do we bitch? Like, like it doesn't, (laughs) sometimes it feels like we don't. And like, we look at our chart, we're like, where the fuck is this? And then of course we can get into the fun stuff of asteroids and fixed stars. Like, of course we're going to have fires. We are technically going to have fires somewhere. Somewhere. It might just be somewhere. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I like, I think Lilith's fiery anyway. I love that. I like, I'll dig into that energy if I need, you know, mm-hmm. to pull something. And like, I I find myself to have fire tendencies. I guess you could say I I, yeah. I attract them. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it works for me. Well, and I know we, you know, like burn us at the stake. But you're so early degree Taurus. I don't, I, I know we don't believe in cusps or whatever, mm-hmm. but like I don't know. There's something to be said when we're right on that. Airy, you're right on that Aries well, threshold too. I was supposed I'm not, I'm, to be born in Aries too, so it's like me, t- me too. I, there's something about me really was like I want to be Earth, you know? Yeah, and and that's fiery in itself to be to choose, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was supposed to be I was due in Aries, was born two weeks late, and then 
that's very Taurus. <laughs> like I was like, nah, <laughs> not I got ink- yet. <laughs> I got to incubate. <laughs> hang on, hang I, on. Like I forgot my home. Yeah, hang on, I forgot my purse. Wait, hang on. I well, my keys oh my are God. still my keys are still in the house. Hang on, I was like, I'll be right back. Triggered from my own behavior. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, should I get a jacket? Hang on, I'll be just two minutes. Get my water. <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes. Uh, well. I mean, fire's cool. Like, fire's cool. Also, like, in Greek and Roman classical elements of Greek philosophy, you know, fire is said to be associated with energy, assertiveness, and passion. And I think that that's just a good reminder if maybe, especially especially in these trying times, where's our passion? Where's our fire? Where's our energy? What what excites us? What friends excite us? What things get us like, what is, what do we have open? I, this is my favorite reference. Like, what do we have a million tabs open of that? We just can't stop like looking. I think that can give us passion can give us a lot of insight on our career, on what we want to do in this world. And I think that's just a good fiery reminder of, look, we have to be humans on earth, feeling feelings and talking to a bunch of idiots, but also we're here to like do the things that make us really excited. So what, what lights us up? Yeah. And what start makes- it. Yeah, and start it and just and fuck it up. It. And when you start it, you might realize actually I don't like drawing. <laughs> like, like maybe I like romanticize this idea of like art and art making. And maybe it's like, oh, actually, I like collaging or I actually like photography. So I think that's what fire is fun for is just like trying it, admitting that you love it or that you fucking hate it and moving on because that's what mm-hmm. fire does. Because that's what fire does. Wow, I am a fire moon. I'm like, and just then fuck it. Like, what else? <laughs> what else are we here for? Well, cause it is, I mean, I think it's, that's the thing too. It's like, it's really hard. You know, people will say this is like a new year's thing, but it's also like, where do you find the motivation and all that? And it's like, that's not a thing that's a sustainable energy source the same way. So I think it is important to remind yourself to like, when that thing's out, like it's kind of out. Sometimes there's things that we're going to have to do, whether we feel motivated or not. And that's like, just like basic you know, living conditions. But also like, if that thing doesn't light you up anymore, Mm-hmm. find the next thing that lights you up because it's also important to get lit fam uh <laughs> well, it's like it's like it's like with you know not to make it about like exercise or diet but yeah like if like doing keto makes you depressed is all shit and going to the gym is full of douchebags maybe you like hiking maybe you like just intuitively going with what works i think fire is just like what is work what is just working for you because yeah, we can be earthy and restrictive and earthy and that should work. And by, if I, on paper, that should be functional, but like, I mean, haven't we all realized what, like live vivaciously, like live fully, like live, like, I'm not trying to motivational speaker here, but just what, like that usually is going to like work air quotes, whatever that means for you more than like fighting against the power or like fighting against what's actually lighting you up. I think it just becomes a different thing now. It's like you can continue to do this thing because you know that um, this is actually like you feel the best in your body when you do these things, when you yeah. meet these steps. But now that's no longer a place where we're going to get fire. And I think it's yeah. like if we're looking for fire, we want a thing that makes us like make a noise or go like, oh, <laughs> like, yes, that kind of, like that's fire. Fire isn't like, oh, this works. Fire is this. Fire is like, hell yeah, I fucking love this song or whatever. It's the thing Mm -hmm. that just like bubbles up in you that doesn't have a thing. And that doesn't mean we're going to get fire from the same thing all of the time, but it is important to seek out things that fire us. And so it's like, if 
if at one point when you first started, you were really fired up about your exercise routine and that gets you, cause I think moving at in general is like a good, a Very good fiery. thing. Yeah. It just reminds us that we're alive and our blood is pumping. And it reminds us that that feeling we get sweaty, we get hot, we get feelings. We're yeah. on the dance floor. We're like, yeah. Yes. All of those, but I think at a certain point that becomes a thing again, that's like a necessity that we now have moved into like an earth air realm because it's a routine, because we know intellectually that this is an important thing. And now it's not a place where we're getting inspired necessarily. So now I think it's just remembering that that can come. You don't always have to be inspired by your daily routine, but you do need inspiration somewhere like Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think use wisely too. I mean, I, I have for years and like, it's probably just been since COVID that I've really like taken back, tamped back on like exercise, all this, like any kind of fire energy stuff, creativity, exercise, playfulness. Like if you're sick, don't fucking play. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah, exercise. No. Like you, you, like it takes a lot to say no to fire I think too like Mm -hmm. to to use it when you need it and like yeah no if you're if you have a cough and a fever like don't go out you know you you stay home and you rest and you like maybe find like like a literal fire in your home or something else that isn't like um it's maybe it's not time to go to work maybe it's not time to write maybe it's time to like fucking get a blanket you know and so Warm, warm up like in yeah, a cozy and like, in like a in a comforting sort of in that like fiery comfort way because I think use it fire doesn't get it. that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to say no to fire. Have you ever been around like yeah. a, so like a hella fired so up person? And they're like hard yeah. number four, and you're like, Duh. why do you think I love Vegas so much? It's just where <laughs> everyone is been, where it's like everybody's just excited to get lit. I'm sorry for using that phrase so much, but it is it's that lit. Like, it's people that are like, let's do the next thing. Let's keep mm-hmm. going. Let's go. We never, never have to stop. stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most like fiery kind let's of get thing. White Castle. Yes. Oh, let's get White Castle. Those. But it Dude. is, you can't do that. That's why you can't burn the, fu- burn the candle on both ends. All of those kinds of sayings exist for a reason too, because I think you're right where it's like, there isn't a time, there is a time when it's not good to light things up and and i think too since fire does get a a lot of rap with like physical movement and i know that like everyone is differently abled whatever like excitement and spark means and i think that can be because i'm thinking of some other fire placements that can be cerebral too that can be just like ideas and inspiration so i don't think it always has to be like i think uh, like fire signs get this, like, I love to box and do backflips and just like be a psycho. <laughs> and it's like, or we can just be people that are fucking pumped about being alive, <laughs> like, and about like doing things that excite us, whether that is very physical and fun or more introverted and just like creativity. Right. Like, I think it does have like an artsy creative thing that yes. maybe, uh, gets lost in the, like, kind of like bro-y shuffle of like yeah I'm a fire sign I chug Red Bull and like I just am like extra jump off which, cliffs yeah jump off cliff. yeah or like I maybe is out like I'm a, I am a scaredy cat because again we're gonna have different parts of ourselves so I think it is just being not like fire signs to me are just not existing to exist but existing to thrive and I think that's like a fun just like output and outlook of life of like well what if we did everything the mo- to the most extent like exciting. And that doesn't have to mean thrilling, right? Like to the most like fun level, it could be to the most joyous thing to the things that just make us laugh and like enjoy life. And, um, yeah, 
fucking fire, dude. Fire rocks. Hell yeah. Fire. Okay, that's I'm it. We're fire fans. Fired up. Fire fest. Fire fest. <laughs> fire. Oh my Look god. That cheese sandwich. Mm, yeah. Sounds good. That's some fire planning. <laughs> that is say that. some fire planning. That is like really like it's like, it's literally a fire fest. We didn't even think about it. Dude, we could not find that guy's <laughs> birth info, but I am convinced he's a Sagittarius. Absolutely. Oh, I can see that. There's no way he's not. There's absolutely no way he's not a Sagittarius, or at least like in there in there because it just is that like yeah we'll figure it out this is like i had an idea and international yeah. yeah yeah it's yeah. like yeah which dreams which, again we need we can't oh we can't well, do you know his do you know his sign i couldn't we couldn't find his birthday i didn't think oh he's a, he's a sag he's, sag? he's well okay. according to wiki he's december 11th 91 sag right. i know yeah. i mean I mean, of course, game, like game. why sometimes we're just too yeah. on the nose with yeah. our signs, right? Like this is game just, recognized well, what's game. Job, what's um, job rule now? I must know February 29th. Oh of, well, okay, of course. So he's just a Pisces <gasps> going to walk for the right. Rule. All the Jupiter, Dude. all the grandiose, all the like, we're going to have the best thing ever. And then just no, can't think no, of a no better, reality, <laughs> a better combination for the worst event ever. <laughs> uh so good i mean it could have been so fun i mean also like yeah. that's who you want that's who you want like coming up with the ideas and then you need some earth and air people in there with the logistics to go like hey we're gonna well, have to you know what the real issue do. was is the time they had all the right tools they just wanted to get it done so fast fire where it was like you know if we just even we scaled this out three months like yeah. further down the timeline and it's like no now the investors and it was like jesus christ <laughs> all right so fire a great reminder of like yes find the excitement find the fun find what like truly sparks us up and then also know that we can sleep on things we can ask for help if it's maybe not our strong suit right maybe we are the hype person see these these dudes were the hype people they're not the planners they're yeah. not the event planners yes. they're the people getting people to show getting up you and excited, get pumped. yeah getting you excited about i think fire to go back to your initial question is also about things that are like bigger than us where it mm. is like because that to me is what creativity is that's what like movement it's doing more than like what just existing kind of what you're saying like doing more than just existing it's like I'm dancing I'm painting I'm singing I'm creating another life all of that like thinking of Leo fifth house Mm-hmm. kinds of things too where it's like and perform and, perfor- and performance yeah. right like art like i'm making something of me because fire does catch that's what yes. fire does and it's it's like that representation that like i'm i'm exaggerating experience acting performing all of that i'm like exaggerating experience so other people can feel my experience too so i think it's just anything that kind of gets people excited to participate in something bigger than just ourselves so and sag is hype sag is that philosopher too right like Mm -hmm. what if i actually presented you a different perspective (laughs) out of nowhere and it's like oh well that's cool like that's what i need to hear or like or what if yeah we've been talking about this life here but what if we actually went somewhere else and saw how other people live because that might open up what we actually want out of our lives well and and then it's like it's a meaning the meaning of life isn't that I wake up every day at the same time. That's not meaning. Meaning is these other bigger things, you know? So it's like that, like, 
we need the structure. We need all of those things, but we also need reminders that there, that we can do and make and be more. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So give me, give me more, give me more, give me, give me more fire. Um, more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the elements are cool. Fire yes. signs are cool. And this is just a lovely ass reminder to maybe if we're getting like deep into, you know, bonus content of astrology to go back to the basics. Fire is yes. going to give us a lot of information. Elements are going to give us a lot of information. So where's fire at in your chart? And yes, maybe if you don't have it, what are the, I know, you know, we break away our cusp Look. rulers from to the planets, but like, think about it. Maybe if you're least I'm thinking of your chart, like if your fourth house is all Leo, you like, what is a Leo home? What is a fire home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds, yes. sounds nice, actually. <laughs> like yeah, Leo home sounds lovely. Or where you, yeah, where do you, maybe it's not a placement, but maybe there is an area of your life where you find inspiration, where you feel motivated, where you take action in a way that you maybe haven't associated with fire energy, but it is, you might have a very fire approach to those kinds of things. And I think that that's, yeah. Protective too. Like, I think that Mm -hmm. we always think of fire in the world as like aggressive or like, you know, warring kind of Mm -hmm. like, yeah, like a tool we use to hurt each other with. Right. But it, it is protective in a lot of ways. I mean, heating your home or cooking your food or whatever. And so I think, yeah, we need especially like, yeah, a Leo home, like to me, that's like, I, I think instantly of like my mom and like, uh, you know, she would do anything for me, like protective, like that in that mm-hmm. kind of fiery way. So there, there is an element to that, you know, no matter where you are, no matter where it lands for you. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Well, I love that. All fired up. Yeah. I just listened to that Pat Benatar song and I was convinced <laughs> she was a fire sign she's not she's a capricorn but listen to all fired up and it just like reminds you i was like this is an anthem mm-hmm. <laughs> fire me baby enjoy oh, your yeah. fire wherever you can get it <laughs> yes get lit fam okay i'm old uh, love you we'll see you bye, next bye. Week. bye bye thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast platform you use If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your sign? What's your sign? What's your sign?